What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Big Baby, here from Big Baby Sports. I got a very special guest, angry Lakers fan from Lakers World Order, man. How's it going, man? Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to come on. Hope all is well with you and the family, man. How's it going? Oh, man, it's good. I mean, as everybody knows that I've been letting people know, it's been a rough January for me. So um, I haven't really been putting out the content I wanted mm -hmm. or stuff like that. And I've just been dealing with a lot of stuff mentally. But I just need January to go by and everything should be great. But, um, yeah, man, how are you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. Looking forward to having you on the show, man. And uh, before we get into the show, roll that intro. I'm here to be an all-time great. You're now rocking with the best. Purpin yellow, purpin yellow, purpin yellow, purpin yellow. The Lakers repeat back-to-back -back title. Welcome to the Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast. Oh, he's smoking hot. The latest Laker news. Another great Showtime feed. The greatest Laker show. This is going to be legendary for a long time. This is the Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast. Lakers all day. Go Lakers! What's going on, everybody? It's Big Baby, angry Lakers fan, I'm part of Lakers World Order. In today's video, we're going to talk about the Lakers trades, the whole Boston Celtics robbing the Lakers, plus the refs, and so much more, man. But first, we got to start with the game on Saturday night, man. Um, I'm going to talk about it first before I let you go, Angry Man. What I saw in that game versus the Boston Celtics, the Lakers were dominating in the back and forth, and that whole game was a back and forth game. But just the fact that the Lakers got robbed out of it, man, like obviously LeBron got fouled. If you see it, if there's a referee standing right under the basket, and he didn't see that. But literally after the game, after the Lakers lost against the Celtics, which I'm still upset about, but Lakers played tonight versus the Brooklyn Nets with AD and LeBron not playing, but we'll get into that throughout the show. But but the fact that the NBA said, oh, it was a foul, why, this is why I don't understand. Why in the hell do they always do that? If they make make if they miss a call, why do they say, oh, we made a mistake? No, if you, if you, see, if you hear LeBron get slapped like that, call it. Don't, oh, we missed it. No, if you – you know, and I understand why LeBron got pissed off. I understand why Patrick Beverly took the camera and said that's a foul. And got and Patrick Beverly, technical foul. And then in the overtime, Jalen Brown goes to the goes to the line, like same play like LeBron. We foul, whistle. So the officiating in Boston was terrible on Saturday night, just garbage. And the referees need to be held accountable. If a referee makes a mistake, they need to be fined or, you know, or suspended one game. And also, too, if you win a challenge, you should be able to have an emergency challenge in those situations or they should review those type of plays. You know what I mean? Like, you know how the NFL, or if it's like a turnover or a bad call, they can review it through upstairs. I feel like they should do that through the NBA, too, man. So what do you think? Well, as far as that challenge flag goes, yeah, I, I did watch uh, Darvin Ham um, post-game interview, mm -hmm. uh, and he did bring that up. I was like uh, – I've been, I've been wondering – you know, why it haven't been like that in the first place. I mean, you adopted the challenge flag from the NFL. Why not, why not go full throttle with it with the rules? I mean, if you win a challenge, mm -hmm. you should keep that challenge flag, you know. Um, it can, but I would give it a limit. Like, you can only use it twice a game. But yep. you should be able to keep your challenge if you win a challenge. And um, secondly, everybody knows I didn't watch the game, um, but I was being updated on Saturday. Yeah. And um, – 
what I saw or what I heard, and um, let me let me let me let me let me just say this first. I seen on Twitter right that yeah. um, one of the refs, um, somebody did a little digging, you know, on one of the refs, and come to find out that his family is hardcore Celtics fans. His the that referee's family, mm-hmm. and um, that goes to show right there that that game could have been fixed or rigged or something. And I think if, if, if players can get fined for, for dumb shit, like doing a DX chop, they should get <laughs> fined for missing an obvious play. Like, 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 uh, like, like, look, the dude was right there. Like, yeah. how can you not see, come on, you, you like two, three feet away, two, three feet away. Everybody's seen that, but you. And, 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 and the crazy part is Jason Tatum, you know, he he uh he walked away like he just did an incredible defense defensive play, knowing he didn't. He he slapped LeBron James on his left arm, forearm, whatever you want to call it. It was an obvious foul, and that's not the first time it happened. I mean, it needs to be it needs to be looked into. It, um it needs to be looked into. And I was one of the ones that said, you know, the whole team should just silently protest by sitting out because it's happening way too much. I mean, the refs is causing fans and viewers to go down because they don't want to see this crap anymore. It, it, it's, it's way too obvious that they're that they're blowing these calls. It, 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 I don't want to see any more mistake tweets. I don't care what team it was used on. I, it, it's frustrating. Yeah, it's frustrating, man, because the fact that Lakers are playing good and LeBron was turning up like Patrick Beverly played good in that game too. A couple threes, put back dunks, you know. And what the crazy thing was, before after that dunk, and it was crunch time, close game. I think it was somebody in the corner for Boston missed the three, forgot who it was. And then Jalen Brown got the offensive rebound, put it back up, and they called the foul. And it wasn't a foul. But they called that, but they can't call LeBron getting fouled. And I never saw LeBron get so pissed off and heartbroken before. But what I'm gonna keep it real, man. Um, you gotta fight through that. You know, I know it's you got fouling call, but at the end of the day, when he went to the ground like this and had that towel over his head, actually that was towards the end of the game. But his body language when he was on the floor in the overtime, he mentally checked out. He mentally checked out, and as a superstar and as one one of the greatest players of all time in the NBA and history of the NBA, you you can't have your body language let a foul dictate you in an overtime. You know what you need to say? Okay, y'all don't want to y'all don't want to call a foul. I'm gonna drop 50 points. And then if I have to dunk on somebody, I will. You know what I mean? Just the fact that LeBron, like, mentally checked it. That's what made me upset. I know he got fouled. But, you know, you post this take on initiative. Okay, you're not going to call a foul on me. I'm going to go drop 50 points on you. Then call something. You know? You know, that's just I just felt like we should have. If LeBron was – if LeBron had mentally checked that, we would have beat Boston. And same with AD, too. He, just the fact, not just LeBron, AD, I feel like the whole team checked out. And also, too, man – Russell Westbrook, what in the hell are you smiling for? Stop smiling after you get in, after you lose, bro. This, man, if Kobe Bryant was still here, man, if he saw you smiling after a loss, he'd be like, get the hell away from me. You don't smile after you lose to the Celtics. I know I understand you signed sign for the fan, for the kids. I get that. But, you know, why are you smiling? Why you, If you're here to have fun, go Charlotte. Go somewhere else. If you're a Laker, you take these games seriously, bro. I'm sick and tired of you always smiling all the damn time. Go ahead, Angry. Especially against the Celtics, um, I I seen a picture of Dennis Schroeder also smiling when he. Uh, I mean, I, I I mean I know it could be you know because you know Dennis Schroeder used to play for the Celtics for a stint, 
and he he I guess developed a bond or relationship with Jason Tatum. But still, when you put on that Laker uniform and mm-hmm. you're going against a team like the Celtics, you're going against a team like the Clippers, you're going against a team like Detroit. I mean, you should not be laughing it up. You should not be smiling. There shouldn't be no handshakes. Mm-hmm. None of that. Maybe I'm too old school. Maybe I'm too old school. I don't know. But I think it's sickening. I don't I don't yeah. I don't like it at all. Yeah. And, um Jeannie Bus of all people should not be allowing that. She should have a meeting and let everybody know. As long as you went in Lakers uniform, no dapping it up to the enemy. Don't do it. Most definitely. If I was the owner of the Lakers, if I got the ownership of the Lakers, you probably would see a lot of reports of me go having meetings with LeBron behind the scenes or Westbrook. You probably a lot of teams and GMs probably wouldn't like me because I'd probably keep it real with my players. You know? Westbrook, and there's a video of him yesterday in uh, Brooklyn. Can I get a picture of Westbrook? Can I get an autograph? Walks right by, no smiling. So it's like, he, I think he picks and chooses, but the fact that he's, but what pissed me off, I saw that video when LeBron was in the locker room. Oh, I'm here just here to have fun. What? And there's a photo, photo they screenshot a bit, screenshot the video of LeBron's face like, what? You know, like how that looked like. Really, if you if you talk Kobe Bryant or Michael Jordan, I'm here to have fun. What do you think they would say? Oh, they'll say you don't deserve the ball. <laughs> Most definitely, Michael Jordan would be like, "Okay, get the hell, get the fuck out of my, get the fuck out of my locker room right now, get out." Right. You know, so I think I'm I'm about to be keep it real. I'm about to be 30 and on the 10th, but I grew up watching Shaq, Kobe. I grew up watching the the Kobe going at it with Raja Bell and like, you know, I don't know that kid. You know, I grew up with the battles of Ron Artest, Kobe. I grew up with all that, the historic battles and Paul Pierce and Lakers and they never shook hands after, you know what I mean? And I miss that, you know, today's already get blown out by three. Let's go, let's go to the club, go to a Drake concert. No, hell no. Like if I was on the Lakers right now and I play in Boston, I wouldn't even shake their hand. I wouldn't even talk to them. Even Brooklyn too. Like I'll come in there, like be like, I ain't talking to you until the summer. You know, it's like, but today's NBA players get babied, man. All these players get babied in the NBA. My personal opinion is like, and that's the thing I want to get into too, man. Um, I know we haven't talked about it. How do you feel about losing, uh, losing to the Clippers every year? Like everybody's saying it's a rivalry. It's not really a rivalry until we meet in the playoffs. I feel like for the Clippers, they're that's that's their NBA Finals. That's their joy. Yeah, we beat the Lakers. 30-something in a row or something like that. Put them in the comment section down below um, about that. But just in general, man, how do you feel about losing the Clippers every year? And how do you feel about that in general? Well, I feel – well, I, I look at Clippers as as like any other team in the West, as, as a stepping stone. Um, I think we should take advantage of any matchup, especially in the West. Um, East East losses, I really, I really don't care too much about. But we really need to focus on winning in the West, not just our division, but in the West. And but the thing that gets on my nerves about mm-hmm. losing to the Clippers is that, like, like we always, well, like we always say, you know, the Clippers build their team only to face the Lakers. That's it. And what irritates me about losing to the Clippers is that their fans and media always come out saying that, oh, they run L.A. or they're no longer the little brother. I, I Look, I'm going to say it like this, man. Mm-hmm. If you're going to put up a graphic of the uh, Clippers record against the Lakers, put up the whole thing. Put up the all-time record. 
We don't want to see the record that happened in the past 10 years. We want to yeah. show the all-time record. You will see that the Clippers have a long way to go. Yes, they've been beating our ass. Yep. You know, excuse my language. They've been beating our ass the past few years. They have. I'm not yep. going to lie. I'm going to call the spade a spade. But if you're going to do that, show the all-time record. I will post it up. I did it before. I'll post it on Twitter. I'll post it on my page. I'll post it on here. But their fans and the media, besides that, always want to troll and 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 say, um, "Oh, the the Clippers run L.A." and and I don't know, man. I, I hate it. Like I, at first, it was funny because uh, I didn't take it seriously, but. It's just like basically the little brothers just keep poking fun at the big brother just to get attention from them. Basically, Clippers fans are number trolls. That, that's that's all it is. There's number yeah. trolls. Even the even the owner is a troll. He don't believe he's gonna win. He don't. But that's so. the thing I don't understand, man. The Clippers play us really well. They make every shot versus us, like you said. They build their team and beat the Lakers. But here's the thing: they don't they don't take other competition seriously until they see Lakers. I noticed that like. They just Clippers got blown out last night, but Kawhi and Paul George were since. That's what I'm talking about. They always sit out, play a big game against the Lakers, sit out against Cleveland. What I'm saying is, this is why they'll never win a championship because they want they. If we were playing in the playoffs in the West Conference Finals, they probably would, you know, way we're. I don't know, man. We'll just you know, Clippers always do this every year, get hyped up, talk about oh they can go to the finals. This that I don't trust them at all. I don't even trust. I know. Toronto's 10 and over Lakers, but no, I, I still don't trust that team in the playoffs, you know, because they're going to choke and they're going to choke time and time again and they're going to baby the Clippers. They're going to say, oh, wait till the playoffs. You know what I mean? Let me ask you this. What if it was reversed and the Lakers were doing that, sitting out LeBron, AD, resting them? What do you think the media would say? They would be like, oh, street clothes, oh, LeBron gave up on the team. It's going to be all that type of, type yeah. of stuff, but, you know, I, yeah, that that that's 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 just that's just prove proving our point. Like, you know, they getting they they getting treated like a little brother. You know how yep. little brothers get the special treatment or yeah. whatever. They, that's how they getting treated. They can do no wrong. I mean, they call they were so quick to call Anthony Davis street clothes, but he played more games in L.A. than Kawhi Leonard. I I, I don't get it. And that's the thing. Everybody's talking about. Um, here's the thing. LeBron and AD have a championship, right? What have the Clippers mm-hmm. done with Paul George and Kawhi as a combo team? Like, what have they done? Make it to the Western Conference Finals for the first time in their career and choke. Yep. <laughs> and then that's the thing. And then there's the, there's two fans, you know, and the Clippers got two fans, you know, they got Clipper Daryl, you know, and he, that's the thing. He acts like they would, like they won a championship. You know what I mean? It's like play everybody like you do the Lakers. I know it's every, but you got to play everybody with competition, man. If it's the Kings, gear up for them because actually the kings are playing really good this year they're i think third in the west they're playing good got credit where credit is due they're playing great and mike brown should be in running with coach of the year mm-hmm. and what i'm saying is it's just like like they need to step up like they need to gear up for other teams not just oh let's play the lakers and i feel like that's the thing they did that last year didn't take the break two years they only played the lakers really well they got to the rest conference finals but i think that was without Kawhi, right yeah i was without Kawhi. So yeah. like I am just tired of it, man. I'm just sick and tired of it. Just just can't wait till you know they're out of the playoffs, you know, and you know they're they're never gonna win a championship in the Kawhi era. I'm telling you right now, they're never gonna win a championship in the Kawhi era. 
And, they're um, not because he he's an inconsistent player in the sense that hey, we don't know where you're gonna get from him in the playoffs. He may sit out a game, you know. I mean, and I'm sure their owner, uh, I forgot his fucking name. My bad for cussing. Um, I forgot his name. Steve Bomber. Steve Bomber. There you go. He's not going. He's not going to have the sense to blow this team up either. He 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 may trade the people around Kawhi and Paul George, but he's not going to try to make the team better. Um, he he just focused on ticket sales and trying to beat the Lakers. You know that's what every that's what every uh, Clipper owner has been. They, you know, try to beat the Lakers and try to stay relevant. That's it. And. So far, like I said, for the past yeah, few years, they've been doing a great job of of uh, beating us, but we have yet to see them in the playoffs. And when we did have a chance to see them in the playoffs, they screwed that up. So, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, they they ran away. They didn't want to go to the bubble. They they didn't want to go to the bubble. You know, and that's the thing. No team wanted to be there. No no team wanted to be there. But you got to do what you got to do. You know, everybody was in the same yeah. circumstances. You know, I keep. I heard. I was listening to uh the Kareem Report show uh today uh from a from a previous show whatever, and somebody in the and somebody on the panel said um. Lakers had five months off. That's how they won. Everybody had five months off. Like, you you think the Lakers just stopped playing while all other uh, twenty nine teams played? Every team had five months off. Every team at the same hotel. Every team played on the same floor. Everybody at the same situation. You know. I mean, I'm I'm tired of that excuse. Everybody had five months off, so we won. We won that title that year, man. I'm taking it because I guarantee if Milwaukee won the title that year, they would praise them. If the Clippers won the bubble, they would say it counts. It counts. You won. You won. You finished the season. Like I don't understand why it's been three years since the bubble, and people still are not giving the Lakers credit. But it's okay. I'm giving them credit, and it felt so good to win a championship. It felt good. It felt good to run out of my house, pop champagne, and turn up on my Instagram and Twitter and just in general. I like that. I want to, I like that feeling like, yes, Lakers are champions, baby. Let's go. Just going through that, man. Going through that season, man, was tough, but we got it done. That's, you know, but we got it done and we're, we're tw- right now. It's looking 23 and 27 on the season. And um, like, let's get into LeBron real quick. He's about to on the, not, not right now, but he's getting close to passing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I know I told you a couple of days ago, it won't mean anything, but like, it's going to be an accomplishment for him for what he did in the whole entire NBA. You know what I mean? Like, and he came into the NBA not looking to score. You know, I'm like, just the way what he did coming out of high school, just the way that LeBron overcame a lot of things for him would be a good accomplishment for me. I'll congratulate him. You know, he's going to do it in the Laker uniform. Who would have thought that LeBron James passing another great Laker to go an all-time scoring list, man? Like, what are your thoughts about that? Um. It's crazy uh, you bring up that uh, situation because I was actually watching. Um, and shout out for shout out to uh, Two Raw for Sports that channel. Shout out to him. Um, I was watching his video that he uploaded today, mm-hmm. and um, he was he was uh, actually showing a graphic, you know, proving that LeBron James wasn't a pass first player. He actually uh, he actually averaged more shot attempts in his career than than a lot of the so called scorers. So, no. you know, but that I just want to put that out there. Shout out yeah. to Rock Sports. Um, I would welcome it just like I welcome when he passed 
Kobe Bryant, when he passed Michael Jordan, when he passed Carl Malone. He's he's doing it in a Laker uniform. Even if he wasn't doing it in a Laker uniform, he's still a great player. You know, you don't really hear you no know, off the court stuff with him. You know, he's a great guy. He's a great dad. You know, great husband. Um, he has his flaws on the court for sure, but he's a, he's a great guy, great human being. I'm just glad he will be, he will be doing it in a Lakers uniform. You know, yeah. so I'm, I will accept it, uh, just like I would do any other player in a Lakers uniform. And um, I'm sure, because right now I currently have Kareem Abdul-Jabbar as the overall NBA GOAT, even though Kobe is my personal GOAT. Um, if he passes, when, like I, I go say, if when he passes Kareem in scoring uh, to go along with his other stats, I mean, he might move up in my list. Right now I got him number six on my all-time list. Um, he might move up. Um, for me, I got LeBron at three, and he will be at three because I got Kobe one, Jordan two, and LeBron three. Mm-hmm. You know, but what he's able to do with this Laker team, man, when he first came here, you know, I know I'm always on him. I know he's like, because I'm holding him to a high standard, and, you know, that's a big accomplishment for him, and that's going to be a big accomplishment for him. You know, I'll be proud of him. Congrats to LeBron. I'm already getting, you know, congrats to LeBron and passing cream, and congratulations, man, and well deserved. And I don't, I don't think anybody will ever pass LeBron in scoring. You know, that's crazy. Who would like? Who would have thought? You know, would pass Kareem? Like, you know, I already thought Kobe would. You know, I already thought Kobe would pass Kareem, but he's what? What is Kobe on all-time scoring? It's like what? I think what was like what was he? Fourth. Yeah, fourth. Yeah, fourth. So it's like Kobe's still in history books. You know what I mean? So, you know, every record's meant to be broken in the NBA. Like nobody. The only thing I want, I think, will never be broken is a hundred-point game. Mm-hmm. My personal opinion, unless. Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell could have really could have scored at least seventy more, ten more points. He could have got, he could have got to eighty. He could have, you know what I mean? You never know. You know, I've that's not I've it on my list, man. Let's get into it, man. Um, for the Lakers and NBA trade on the ninth of February, do you think the Lakers will make a trade? Or do you think they're going to stay with this roster? Well, I'm I'm thinking they're going to um. You know, I'm I'm thinking they're we we are we see how Rob Palinka you know operates. Um, he don't always go for the trade that everybody's thinking or talking about. Cause no, I wasn't even thinking about Rui like I, I, at all. I mean, I seen him in trade talks, but I never thought he was gonna go after Rui. So, um, but what I heard from what I heard, you know, Rob Palinka does have a good relationship with uh, the Wizards and with Detroit. So if we do make a trade or like a small trade or whatever, it might be from one of them teams. It might be from one of them teams. I don't, I don't know if it's going to be for a player that everybody's talking about, but it might be for somebody that could still help the team out in the position that we need. So basically, I think we just need somebody that's solid that can fill his role and help us win. We don't really need like a superstar, Zach Levine or. Definitely not Zach Levine. He gets hurt like Anthony Davis do. Um, only kind of only superstar, quote unquote, type player I would actually go for is if we could Demar Derozan. That'd be another score. Plus he's a wing. He can he can uh, fit into the starting lineup. You can put him at small forward or shooting guard. Um, he he get you points. You know when the days when LeBron is sitting out or AD is sitting out, that can be another guy that can put points on the board at least. So. 
I would actually go after DeMar DeRozan if he's available. Um, but I've been hearing, also been here talked about Bogdanovich. I don't know about that. He, of course, he can score, but he can't play defense at all. And plus, he's on the wrong side of thirty, so I don't know. I, so to answer your question, I think we're going to make we're not going to make a huge splash, but we we might make we might do one or two more base hits, you know, to uh, get this team on the right track. Yeah, I agree with you. And also, there's another team out there that I think's going to like should call is San Antonio. Try to get uh, Jakob Portal, Josh Richardson. And the Doug McDermott, those are guys that can play good defense, but spread the floor, shoot the three, and we need shooters. And um, Jakob Porter is a center that can rebound. AD can go back to his natural role. We know Jakob Porter can put up 15 to 18 points, 10 rebounds. Um, and I like that. We would get Josh Richardson. Josh Richardson is a good three-wing three, three wing defender. You know, he can play really good defense. He was on uh, Dallas, you know, playing good defense. I think he's well-known around the league. Doug McDermott's really talented, but we would have to get Westbrook and probably a pick and maybe uh, maybe possibly Lonnie Walker or Max Christie. But I don't know if we're going to do that. Those are rumors are out there. Those are just talks. You know, it's like I have a feeling I, mean, I have a feeling Lakers have deals on the table for Westbrook, but it's just like – or any other trade. They probably have deals on the table. Okay, we're talking to you. Put it on the table. Think about it. You know what I mean? There's going to be a trade. Lakers are going to do that. Nobody's going to talk about it. just like how we got um, the dude from Washington, Archie Morrow. You know, um, nobody talked about that. Boom, happened. So I expect Lakers to make a trade, and it's gonna we're gonna get somebody that we don't expect to get. We never thought about talking about that stuff. Always happens in the NBA. There's trades that come out of nowhere. What the heck? I didn't know we we're gonna get him. When was that talk? So I'm excited for the trade line. That's my. That's when you get your popcorn ready. And I will be doing a, a live show, probably when my birthday's on. 10th, so probably like the 9th, 7th, 8th, or 9th, I'm going to do a live special at the NBA Trade Deadline. We'll go over all news and notes around the league and, you know, but about DeMar Rosen, I'm only doing it if they throw Alex Crusoe with, with with it. Get Alex Crusoe back. But here's the thing, though. If we try to get one of these players, like a superstar, quote-unquote, they're probably going to ask for a, a player like Austin Reeves, Matt Christie. You know, they're probably going to ask for because we have talent. Matt Christie is very talented. He's been playing well this year. Playing excellent, I love his game, I love his demeanor. He's a young, young guy coming out of the league, coming out of Michigan State. But if you want to get talent, you got to give up talent too. And if the Lakers end up giving up Austin Reeves for a player like Jamar Rosen, it is what it is. It's a business, so I'm not like too attached to Austin Reeves yet. Like I'm gonna be upset if he leaves, but I'm gonna understand it's a business. Lakers gotta get rid of these players. They gotta do what's best for them and the franchise. That's how I feel, man. Um... I think it's about time to get rid of Westbrook. I mean, that's that'd be the only way to, you know, get some quality depth or get a, a guy like DeMar DeRozan back. Uh, I personally use it on some quality depth because we are injury prone as a team. So I would use it on some quality depth, but if we can get DeMar DeRozan out of it. I mean, it's, it's, it's time to, uh, cause it, this is his last season with the Lakers and, you don't want to risk him walking away for nothing. Where you could have got a lot of people on expiring deals get traded because teams don't want to risk just letting them walk. Yeah. So, but the Lakers ain't good at doing that, and I, I really want them to start being good at that. It's, you know, that of falling in love with players. So that's why, that's why I think 
you know, we do as a front office sometimes is fall in love with players and forget about the business part of it. I think we need to, and this is not no knock on Russell Westbrook. You know, he, I love the fact he's been coming into his role off the bench, but I'm all Lakers first. I'm about the team first. I want to see us get some quality players back, you know, let him go where he's going to go. So nine times out of 10, wherever he's traded to, he's probably have a better chance of re-signing with them than with us. So. Yeah. It's, it's, I, I don't know, man. Just this, this whole Westbrook thing was, I think it's time, man. Just the way that his body language is sometimes, you know, he plays his best, but sometimes he's like, I don't know, man. I just feel like he doesn't feel with this team. I know the bench thing has been working, but just like, I know he's leading the league in what scoring, I believe, or from the bench, he's doing triple doubles off the bench. But if you have to get, if you have to get rid of him to shed, shed the salary, go ahead and do it. You have to do what's best for you in the franchise. And I feel like Westbrook will be better off somewhere else so he can run the team and do what he has to do. And I, if he plays like he did in Oklahoma City on a different team, that's letting me know he's the spotlight was too big on him. Because he should be dunking on people, screaming, yelling, and getting people's face like he was on Oklahoma City, Houston, Washington. When he's here, he doesn't do that. If you weren't ever wanted to be a Laker, you should have told LeBron, I'm good from the start. You know, it's like as soon as he got here, it just seems like oh, we got breaking news regarding the Lakers versus Brooklyn Nets. No Ben Simmons, no T.J. Warren tonight. So it's looking like it's going to be one of those games where Kyrie versus Russell Westbrook tonight. <laughs> so let's, sure get, let's, let's get into the Brooklyn Nets Laker game, man, real quick before we get up out of here, man. For me, Lakers got to step up tonight. No, no AD, no LeBron. It's going to be the shoulders of Westbrook. It's going to be shoulders of Lonnie Walker. All the young guys got to step up. There's an opportunity for Max Creasy to get minutes. opportunity for uh, Art. Archie Moore, the one that we got from the Wizards, his time kept shine right now. And, you know, I want to see us come out. I don't want to lose because if we lose tonight, we'll be 23 and 29 or 28, somewhere around there. Uh, we got to get these wins and we got to get these wins and we got to keep going. We got to do something, man, because <laughs> I'm telling you, man, we have yet to know what 500 feels like. We, we have yet to know what it feels like. I, we need to get there. At least before All Star break, just start a winning streak. You know, take advantage of Ben Simmons' defense and playmaking not being there, and Kevin Durant not being there. Because even without LeBron and AD, we could still be solid. You know, I mean, Kyrie can't defend like that. So I mean, no. just take just take advantage, man. Yeah, me, yeah, put, most put, definitely. Uh, Patrick, put Patrick Beverly on on Kyrie. Yeah, well, so, but that's the thing too. <laughs> we got Patrick Bailey step up. We got all the guards guard Kyrie, but I ex- keep it real. I expect Kyrie to go for at least, I say, fifty-five points tonight. Hey man, I'm, I'm sure that'll make Lakers all day happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Lakers all day, man. Happy. Hit the everybody hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, man. And angry man, go tell them where they should follow you. Or you got two channels, man. Go ahead and tell them where they can see you at. For all things basketball, uh, just type in Lakers World Order. Subscribe to that channel. For all things not basketball, subscribe to D Laker Nation X. That's D Dash Laker Nation Space X. And uh, yeah, join me on a journey on both channels. You will see a uh, big baby, big baby on a uh, Lakers World Order numerous times. You will see him in the future uh, as long as the channel is up. So follow me over there for all things basketball and D Laker Nation X for all things fun. Thank you so much, Angry Lakers fan, Lakers World Order. Thank you for coming on the show, man. Make sure you guys hit the like button. 
subscribe to the channel and let you know let you let us know what you think about the show type in your comments give us some feedback about the trades the whole lebron getting fouled passing cream so much more put them in the conversations down below i'm big baby i'm angry lakers fan and we out this thing baby baby